0: a podcast one production Hey, I'm former Australian beach sprinter and fitness trainer Katie Williams. When I was competing, I would do anything I needed to do to be the best. But now that I'm retired, I'm trying to develop a more balanced relationship with my diet, exercise, and my body image. In each episode, I'll try a different diet or lifestyle challenge for two weeks to see if it helps me think, move or feel better. For two weeks, the challenge I'm taking on on. is quitting quitting alcohol. I want to quit alcohol because I want to give my body and my mind a complete rest. I'm very aware of the physical effects of alcohol and, of course, the mental effects as well. And for me, when I'm off alcohol, I feel better, I train harder, I eat better, I have better energy, my mood is better, my mental health is better. I definitely feel that I have good mental health, but, you know, if I've had too much to drink, the next day I feel scatty, I don't feel my normal self, I'm not as happy and bubbly, and I just feel simmered down and I don't want that. I want to feel energised and focused and present. When I was younger, um, I used to compete and I would go through periods of not drinking any alcohol and I would train really hard. And then when I was allowed to drink, I would overdo it. And I think that's pretty common, especially, you know, with athletes, they're not allowed to drink. And then when you are again, you can sort of overdo it. So I definitely think that binge drinking was a part of my growing up um, and I've certainly moved away from that now. My current relationship with alcohol is good. I do drink uh, weekly and I drink with dinner, I drink at events, and I enjoy it. And I wouldn't say that I overdo it too much, but I definitely think that it's good to give my body a break from it from time to time. My fears and concerns around the challenge would be how much socializing I do. Alcohol is always around me. I go to a lot of work events, um, you know, there's wine with dinner, and I just enjoy the taste. I particularly love rose. So I think. It will be challenging for me with temptation around me, but I'm willing to give the soda waters a go. Before starting this challenge, I wanted to speak to Chris Rain. He's the founder and CEO of Hello Sunday Morning. He launched it over 10 years ago, and he actually took a break from drinking for a whole entire year. So if he can do it for a year, then I'm sure I can do it for two weeks. I wanted to talk to Chris about the social, mental and physical impacts of alcohol on the body. And the benefits of me cutting it out for two weeks. Chris, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. I've brought you in to talk about alcohol. You've successfully quit alcohol in the past. Can you tell me why you did it and what your experience was like?
1: So it would have been almost 10 years ago now uh, when I was 22. I was working in a nightclub and my job was to sell as much booze as I possibly could to uni students there, (laughs) which... I was okay at as a job um but found myself getting into a culture of drinking with myself and with my friends um that was quite excessive and always started to question like why i was drinking and how much i was using it and then i started working at an advertising agency and as a bit of a joke uh, they had this campaign come across their desk which was focused on youth binge drinking They like uh, for the government they're like well we You know, you do a lot of that, so maybe you know how to do something about it. (laughs) And so I didn't really have any idea of what, you know, would work um, to change the way people drank. So I decided to do a social experiment, which was not drink for the entirety of the, the next year and write a weekly blog about what difficulties young people go through in making that choice. And the name of that blog was Hello Sunday Morning. It came out every Sunday morning. And in the beginning, I thought it was really easy but then it got really hard. I broke up with my girlfriend. I had like kind of difficult moments where I would have normally just straight away drunk. And then that's when the content got, you know, really interesting for people because it was like, oh, actually I really want to drink now. And I've forced myself into this situation. So I have to deal with that. So that was 10 years ago. And with that blog, other people were like, oh, this is interesting that, you know, don't have to quit forever and just take a break. And then, It grew a little following and then a community and then a program and a movement of people that are looking to make that change in their life.
0: That is amazing. So you quit for a full year. That's a really long time to quit alcohol.
1: Yeah, some people quit forever.
0: I'm just doing it for two weeks. (laughs) (laughs) But that feels like a really long time, one year. Yeah, I do actually think this two-week challenge will be a challenge because I probably drink like two or three nights a week, but not much. Mm. Um, and then probably once a month I'll have like a blowout <laughs> or I have a big night with the gals. So on, the, I do, would, probably wouldn't miss the blowouts, but I would miss like not being able to have a nice glass of wine out for dinner or like getting a bit tipsy and going to bed. So like those are the nights that I would miss. Yeah. I also feel like for me, if I go get a soda water, I, I, I do feel different. Mm. I don't know, maybe that's just on me. Like if I'm not drinking or I don't have a glass in my hand, I just feel left out. Mm. Do you feel that?
1: In the year that I took off and, and subsequent periods, I think that initial feeling always uh, has always come up for me like and feeling left out. But then as I've had experiences where I haven't drunk and have done the things that I would normally do, drinking, like dancing or connecting with people, just walking up to people and talking to them or things that would really scare me normally, as I've learned that more, I've realized that Like if I imagined myself on the other side and if I met someone that could do all those things but not need alcohol, the idea that they ordered a a soda and lime for me would be a positive. Absolutely. I would respect that person's character to a greater degree than even if they drank or not, just the fact that they had the mental fortitude to be able to make the choice.
0: It also, for me, it's a very appealing trait because it shows that the person's got willpower, and discipline, and is also not afraid to be really different to everyone else Mm. and do something great for their health. What are the physical benefits that you've seen quitting alcohol and that I might see quitting alcohol, even for just two weeks?
1: I think sleep is the number one, and it's such a key thing to so many aspects of our health. Definitely the way you feel in your body and the calories and the the process of breaking down alcohol is uh, exhausting. you, You know, like physically, it's going to, you know, feel great. And probably there's the third thing is the flow on effects as well, because when we drink, we become disinhibited and then a whole other series of behaviors kind of undo, you know, it might be our training or might be the way that we eat, like we're disinhibited in a social way, but then we're also disinhibited for our own sense of discipline. Absolutely. Then it sort of compounds the effect that it has.
0: And then you've also got like mentally serotonin, dopamine, Surely that's just been smashed when you're drinking and then the next day it's all low.
1: I mean, this is not really my area of expertise, but from what I understand, alcohol has this biphasic nature, which means that you go up and then you go down really quickly. And that's why you have to keep drinking because it's a depressant. Yeah. So your brain gets more and more excited, but then it switches and becomes a depressant and then you start going down. So you have to keep drinking to feel better. And as a drug, it's unique in that particular way or u- unique in, it, in the way that it acts. So it's hard to, in many senses, just have like one or two and, and not get tired. Like, you know, if you're, yeah. you're going to stay out for five hours and have one drink at the beginning, you're going to have a, a peak and then you're going to drop and you're going to feel tired. So it's a difficult drug to use in that particular way and, you know, requires a conscious mindset to why you're using it.
0: How does this quitting alcohol, how does it affect relationships or like socially how does that affect you?
1: So, I think the the great opportunity when you take a break from drinking is you get to see the quality of the relationships that you have. Relationships are so easy to patch over when you've been drinking. The level of humor required <laughs> is just <laughs> drops significantly. Yeah. Your standards drop significantly. You you kind of the world becomes a much more often a, a much more accessible place. And that's very attractive, I think, and a really, you know, strong driver behind why we do use alcohol. And when you take that away, you actually have to deal with the bits of other people that you don't like, which are often the bits of ourselves that we don't like in mirror. Absolutely. And you realise that you actually really don't like.
0: A lot of people. A lot lot of of people.
1: people. (laughs) (laughs) So Uh, true. But the corollary to that is you really don't like a lot in yourself.
0: So do you think I will notice any of these benefits, you know, physical, social and mental just in two weeks?
1: I think given the amount that you drink, probably slightly for sure. But I really over the two weeks and probably before you go into it, really reflect on what is it that would most scare you to do sober? And that might be karaoke, it might be asking someone out, whatever. It might be something more subtle, like spending, you know, time with your family or whatever and having at least one or two of those experiences. And they're the things that fundamentally change the way you, your relationship with alcohol is built. It's like not drinking on New Year's Eve or Christmas wow. Eve. They're the thing, you know, when you- It's do, those really yeah. tough
0: ones. So today I'm quitting alcohol. <laughs> do I have any homework?
1: I think your date.
0: What about some homework as well, like when I feel like a drink, something like a mantra I can repeat or an affirmation or do I journal when I get a craving? Like is there things that you do that I could do as well?
1: The only advice I'd give you is to treat it like an experiment, like almost see yourself going through it from an objective perspective and be self-reflective about the experience that you're having and journal and like really understand that, particularly those two challenges and how you... Reflect through that time.
0: I love that you say observe and not judge. So I'm literally observing my feelings and behaviours.
1: With curiosity.
0: With curiosity, childlike curiosity. Like I wonder why I'm wanting a drink in this situation. Is it because I'm feeling X, Y, Z? Yeah. I actually feel like when I'm a bit tipsy, I'm just a a better version of myself, like I'm more calmer, yeah I probably feel like I'm a bit more fun and relaxed and yeah less judgmental of myself and probably others not that I'm judging too many of others but just more accepting of everything and and more relaxed. I think I definitely have like a work mode quite often this mm. is getting deep but yeah I'm a very focused person and quite disciplined so it allows me to just kind of drop those I don't want to say inhibitions because it's not but like just kind of just chill a bit. Just yeah, expectations. A Expecta- expectations, that's exactly right.
1: I think uh, yeah, as a goal for the experience to hold the intention that over this, this period of time, if you can go into an environment where you would normally drop those expectations, finding a way or at least try and mm. think how hey, you can do that without it just once.
0: So how might I respond to people who are trying to, you know, judge my decision for not drinking alcohol? Do you have
1: any tips if you're feeling a bit shaky in the experience and you don't know who they are it can be helpful to have either a reason like I'm doing a challenge or I'm taking a break or even you know having a soda and lime which looks like a vodka or whatever if you're feeling confident in it my recommendation would just be to say because I don't want to and have a conversation with them about it about it and it's usually a great Way to build a better relationship with that person.
0: So I'm about to take on a two-week quitting alcohol challenge. I've got my journal. I literally buy journals every few weeks. I've got an empty journal. I'm going to just put that for alcohol. I'm going to socialise as much as I can, put myself in the most uncomfortable positions that I can, a.k.a a sober date. And I'm going to journal my experience by throwing myself right into the deep end and also questioning my behaviours and the way I feel around alcohol, why I'm missing it and trying to sort of connect the missing dots. Yeah. Chris, thank you so much. That was awesome. I'm really excited to do this challenge. Give my body a nice break. Thank you so much for coming on the show.
1: Thanks for having me. I'm excited to watch your journey.
0: weeks, I'm quitting alcohol. I'm not gonna lie. I love rosé. I love cocktails. I love gin. I love vodka, but I do really value spending Sunday feeling fresh, going to the gym and just feeling healthy. I feel really good. I'm loving not drinking. It has been challenging a little bit because I've been socializing had moments where I would like to have a glass of wine, but the craving has kind of disappeared in a few minutes. So all in all, it's going really well and um, I'm enjoying it. So I'll check in with you soon. Bye. Okay, so I haven't had any alcohol for two weeks and the challenge is officially over. The first few days were actually a little bit hard. I actually did have a sober date, which was um, a part of the challenge. It went well. I would have loved a little glass of rosé to take the edge off and take the nerves away. But to be honest, I enjoyed the nerves and I enjoyed the feeling and the rush. Week one, I didn't go out as much. I wasn't socialising as much, which meant the challenge was a little bit easier, I think, because it wasn't around me. But week two, I had two dinners. I went out for drinks on those nights and I also celebrated the podcast being number one in the health and fitness category. So there was a lot of celebrating going on, which wasn't allowed to involve any alcohol. I did find this a little bit tougher considering we're all going in for for a cheers with margaritas and rosés and my favorite cocktails and I'm on the waters. However, I didn't actually feel left out. It was tempting but I was on a high. I was celebrating. I was excited to see my friends. And to be honest, everyone was very supportive. The temptation was there, but I also realized that I actually don't need to celebrate with alcohol. I've always viewed champagne as a celebratory drink, but to be honest, when the podcast hit number one, I cracked open two coconuts and I had one with with my mum. And that was just as nice as having a champagne. I felt all the same feelings. I was excited and I didn't need alcohol to amplify any of that. Some of the fears I had for this challenge were my social life and alcohol being around me a lot and me being tempted by that. And I did go out just as much. I went out for dinners, I went out for drinks, and it was okay. I would have liked to have had champagne or a rosé or a margarita, but it wasn't as hard as I thought it would have been. Um, definitely had fantastic support from the people around me, which really helps, and that isn't always the case, actually, with some people. Um It had an impact on my physical health for sure. I definitely felt like I was sleeping better. I definitely had better clarity, not as foggy. I can get a little bit anxious if I've had too much to drink the next day. can feel a little bit scatty with my mind, definitely not as clear. So mentally I felt really good. I also felt like I had good willpower and I was feeling confident Um, and proud of myself to have done this challenge. Not that two weeks is a very long time, but considering there was a lot to celebrate and exciting things and lots of socialising, I was really happy to have held strong. Socially, it didn't impact me in a negative way at all. I still went out. I still enjoyed um, dinners and drinks with friends and family and had the best time. So it didn't impact that negatively at all. Two weeks was long enough for me to notice my habits around it, but I don't think it was long enough for me to see too many crazy mental or physical benefits just because two weeks isn't the longest time. Moving forward, I would want to do this for six weeks, four weeks or longer to really see how it's impacting my sleep, my training, my energy levels, and probably have a more longer approach to that would give me a better indication. However, I definitely felt better for doing it for two weeks. I've been thinking about whether or not I'll continue this challenge longer term. I will definitely take breaks off alcohol and I'll definitely have moments of limiting alcohol. And I really do think it's situational. And I really do think that, you know, there's moments where there might be a lot of weddings or there's, you know, the festive period or New Year's. So I definitely think I'm going to continue it in phases. I'm not going to stay off alcohol for good. Absolutely not. I really enjoy it, but I will have phases of cutting it back um, and phases of not having it at all. I would definitely recommend cutting alcohol or limiting alcohol. And I definitely have some advice for people who want to cut back their alcohol or quit alcohol. And that's to be honest with yourself about why you are drinking. Be honest with yourself about actually how it makes you feel, particularly the next day. And then be confident in your why. People are going to question you because you're different. People are going to question you because it's hard. And I think it's really important to stand confidently in your why, whether it's for health, whether it's for charity, whether it's for saving money. Just be confident and comfortable with why you are doing it and don't let people rattle you if they don't want to support you. The other thing is I found it really a lot easier to say that I was doing this for a challenge. I think people are far more likely to support you when you say that you're doing it for a personal health challenge or you're doing it for a charity or you have a reason. So tell people why and also be really clear on why you're doing it so that you're not tempted and you're not rattled if someone doesn't support you. So the main question is did it help me think move or feel better and the answer is yes I was definitely better for it for quitting alcohol so that's it for my two weeks of quitting alcohol if you want to see the behind the scenes of the challenge check out my instagram at katie williams my next challenge is plant-based eating join me next time to see if I'm better for it Better For It was presented by Katie Williams and produced in collaboration with Podcast One Australia. Producer, Lindsay Green. Audio producer, Matt Mikolich, Executive producer, Jennifer Goggin. For more episodes, head to podcastoneaustralia.com.au. Download the free Podcast One Australia app or search Better For It podcast.